Welcome to the Performance Podcast with Melissa Kender, where I'm here to help you stay strong and last long in your athletic endeavors. There's no running topic too broad or lifting topic too heavy that we won't cover. So if you're looking to get fitter, faster, stronger, then this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Melissa, certified functional strength coach, personal trainer, running coach, hybrid athlete with a no BS approach to fitness, creating unfiltered conversations around fitness topics that can be somewhat messy. And the answer is often, it depends. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Performance Podcast. Wherever you're at, whether you're on a run, in your car, at work, on a walk, at the gym, wherever you are, I want to say thank you for tuning in. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing overcoming fitness setbacks, whether large or small, and how to persist when it gets tough. Listen, this time of year can start getting tough over the next couple months, so I thought this would be a great chance to discuss some tips and tricks to overcoming fitness setbacks. So let's dive in. Now, if you've been on your fitness journey for some time, it's likely that you have experienced an obstacle to your training in one way, shape, or form. That's life, it's normal, and it happens. It happens to me, and it happens to everybody. But a setback does not need to derail your entire fitness journey and derail your entire health and fitness altogether. Think of a setback as a time to grow, build mental toughness, and to learn about your mind and body. The beauty of fitness is that it's multifaceted, And we can adapt to new changes that have come our way, right? We're constantly going through new seasons of life, new stages and ages, and we need to embrace it in every way, shape, or form. A setback can be anything from a change in your schedule, whether it be work-related or not, to an injury, to an illness, lost motivation, and more. Fitness isn't always easy, but you can make the choice to show up and do your very best every day. And every day, our best may be different and will be different, and that's okay and normal. I've said it time and time again, it's not about being perfect. It's about remaining consistent. Perfection does not exist. We modify, we adjust to fit to the new demands, and we give ourselves grace, but we keep remaining consistent as much as possible because our mental health and physical health is worth it. And I'm not discrediting any setback because illnesses take a toll, especially when we have goals in sight. And illnesses and injuries will require a big adjustment. And sometimes looking to our favorite trainer online or whatever it is can make it seem like everything's all together, but trust me, it's not. Everyone faces challenges and setbacks, but you can become a stronger person when you maintain a positive outlook and overcome them. So we're going to be discussing a few tips. The first tip to discuss is to make a plan and get organized. Define your goal or maybe your new goal and make a plan on how to achieve it. Whether you've lost motivation or have an injury, schedule your workouts and movement ahead of time of what you can do. Don't focus on what you cannot do. Focus on the here and now and moving forward. Make your health and fitness a priority. If you want something, you must put in the effort. And also, I know maybe it's something that's different than in the past and that's okay. Remember to look and do an honest assessment of your life now. You want to make sure your plan is realistic and break it down into smaller steps that are within your reach. Don't overhaul your whole life with goals. Fitness needs to fit into your life for longevity and success. If you have an injury, modify and adjust and keep doing what you can. 
Also practice positive self-talk and self-affirmation and know that it's not the end. If you've lost motivation, try habit stacking. Habit stacking is a great way to build consistency within your nutrition and goals and habit stacking is a brilliant technique for those wishing to make new habits or a positive behavior change. And it's also also an absolute game changer in terms of building consistency with your workout routine. The key to habit stacking is to start small and then build upon it. So we're going to discuss a few examples. For instance, after brushing your teeth at night, right? We're in the habit of brushing our teeth in the morning, in the evening. So after you brush your teeth at night, make it a point to lay out your workout clothes for the morning. Have your workout also already planned and ready to go. This is a visual cue to work out. Or after you eat lunch, stack on top of it going for at least a five-minute walk. Or maybe after you're creating your grocery list for the week, maybe Sunday you create your grocery list, make it a habit to immediately schedule your workouts for the week ahead. Research shows that you're three times more likely to show up and exercise consistently if you set your intentions of where, when, and what time you'll work out. Some more examples are while you're making your morning coffee or tea, make it a habit to drink a glass of water, preferably with some electrolytes or something to replace anything lost throughout the night, but make it a point to drink water before you have your morning coffee. The point is, if you have a regular habit, stack on top of that habit a goal that you wish to add more regularly into your life. This will help you build consistency with your wellness goals. The basic premises behind habit stacking is that you build routine around simple habits that require already little effort. It also recommends combining tasks that can be done simultaneously. Another example is if it's tough to work out, but you regularly watch the evening news, keep a small pair of dumbbells and a mat near the TV, and when you turn on the television, allow yourself some time to move your body and to get your workout in while you're watching your TV. Another example to overcoming fitness setbacks is to set reminders on your phone to do the small goals that you want to accomplish. These reminders are planned, organized, and will pop up to help you accomplish what you want to do. For instance, like setting reminders on your phone to stand more often throughout the day to increase your NEAT, which your NEAT is your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. This helps get the blood flowing throughout the body. It increases your movement throughout the day, which is ultimately great for your mind, body, and soul. You can also set reminders to drink your water, eat a healthful snack, eat protein, whatever it is. Having these little movement snack breaks, as I like to call it, because listen, we don't need to do a lot to get results, right? Or setting reminders to maybe wake up just a few minutes earlier to get your workout in, no matter how you go about it. When you get organized, when you plan, when you prepare ahead of time, it'll help overcome any setback. And if you're having a fitness setback for any reason, redefine your why. Think back to why you started working out in the first place. Also, depending on the setback, look at your life in its current state and recreate your why. Dig deep into your mind, dig deep into your heart, and figure out how to make it work best for you right now and what you can accomplish in this season of life that you're in. If we can rediscover your why, then your reason for wanting to exercise and your reason for wanting to improve your well-being can reignite your inspiration. Making sure It's internal and close to your heart is key. Don't focus on your past, but focus on your present moment. Don't compare your chapter one to your chapter 50. 
Don't compare your chapter 70 to your chapter 20, whatever it is. I want you to focus on the positives of what you're capable in this moment and what your body is capable of right now. And we want to build routine with our movement and make it part of our lifestyle. We want a healthy mindset with exercise. Think, I get to move, not I have to move. And remember, comparison is a thief of joy. So focus on you and just you alone. This is your journey. You are strong, you're capable, you're resilient, and you are you and you can do it. Which brings me to another point I discuss a lot and for good reason. It's to be realistic with yourself. Set yourself up for success by making fitness work into your life so that it becomes second nature. Again, not trying to overhaul your life because then you'll either burn out or not stick with it. Plan your workouts at a time that works best for you and not someone else. And do movement that you enjoy, not what someone else just enjoys. Remember, it's better to get in one workout a week than none. So start small and build from there. Be realistic about where you are at with your current fitness and what you can currently do within your schedule and also what you're currently capable of and then build gradually off that. Set realistic expectations and don't try to go too hard too soon or you'll likely risk injury and burnout. Remember, it's you versus you. It's your health. It's your fitness journey. I promise if you meet yourself where you're at currently and don't look at other people's goals and what they're doing, just focus on yourself and build gradually from there. And with any type of setback, do not overcompensate. Please don't try to over-restrict or do excessive amounts of exercise to try to make up for what you may have missed or things you may have ate or whatever may have been going on. This is not how our bodies operate and will cause you to feel deflated. Simply continue with your normal training sessions, continue to fuel and hydrate your body, continue to think about how your body performs and to feel your best. Focus on what you are currently doing and achieving. Instead of dwelling on everything that you still want to do or maybe where you were at in the past or maybe even where you want to be, try to focus on what you're currently capable of, how your body is truly amazing and what your body body is currently doing for you and all your daily wins. Because I promise you, when you really sit down and think about what you're grateful for each and every day, what your body does for you each and every day, those are daily wins and they stack up. And remember, small progress is still progress that is worth celebrating. Small wins each day add up to greatness. It's better to be consistently good than occasionally great. Remember, when we're consistent, that's where the magic takes place. So we want to shift our mindset to what you can do rather than what you cannot do. Also, get yourself some a solid accountability, whether it's getting a personal trainer in person, finding a training partner, maybe a physical therapist, setting up a fitness accountability app. Studies show that accountability increases your chances of hitting your goals. Also, studies show that when you have accountability, it helps you remain consistent and remain positive, which is a total win-win. So when you shift your mindset and surround yourself with positive, like-minded people, it can encourage healthy behaviors with long-term and lasting results. And now shifting our mind from quitting to keep going. This brings me to one of my favorite words, which is perseverance. Perseverance is the ability to endure the process, to keep going when it gets tough. Perseverance is a skill that continually needs to be sharpened. 
Perseverance is what will separate and elevate you. We all have experienced getting halfway through a workout and feeling like you just can't give anymore. Maybe your lungs are yelling at you, your arms feel like jello, or you're convinced that your legs are burning off, right? It's whether we give into that or push through it that matters. Can you do it? Absolutely. There's a difference between your mind quitting and your body ready to be done. Do you think people get their first push-up by quitting as soon as it hurts? Or do you think athletes get to where they are by giving up? Or runners wreak peak mileage by stopping too soon? Definitely not. They persist and persevere, and you, my friend, have the ability to do the same. Oftentimes, our mind will always fail us before our body does, especially when it comes to working out. So how do you push through that moment and pump out one more rep or one more round? I want you to think mind over mind. Yes, you heard it right, mind over mind. Control your outcome. We must override our brain with our brain. Everything stems from our brain. Our brain literally controls everything in the human body. It's actually very cool. From our heartbeat to our nerve endings and our personality, whether we're right-handed or left-handed, and to how much pain we can withstand. During a workout, getting tired, feeling sore and fatigued is the body's defense mechanism to prevent it from continuing with anything that could be potentially quote-unquote harmful. In reality, your muscles haven't reached their limit yet, and you can most likely manage one more. And now I want to be clear, when I say sore and fatigued, I'm talking about what's felt during exercise, muscle stretch, not musculoskeletal pain from an injury, right? I'm talking about during a workout, when our mind says, I'm done and we just want to give up. So difference from injury to what's felt during a workout. We're talking about not quitting, right? Now, how to train your mind over mind. In order to get the most out of your workouts, you want to be able to push your body just outside your comfort zone a little bit, obviously without causing injury, right? There's a huge difference. So if your brain's telling you to stop, but your body actually has a bit left in it, then pushing past that initial urge to quit and do one more or go one more, that's the key to achieving the best results and building mental toughness. So here's a few tips to help you persist during a tough workout when your mind's telling you to quit. Or maybe a few tips that when you don't want to show up for your workout, that you do it anyway, right? So tip one is really you have to want it. And I'm not trying to be just blunt and rude, but you truly have to want it. You have to remember why you're doing this. Is it to be a healthier and better version of yourself? A healthier parent to your kids? A better grandparent to your grandkids? Maybe you're running your first race? maybe improving bone density, whatever it is. It won't always be easy, so you have to dig deep and remember that you, your life, and all it entails is worth it. If you don't want it, you won't give it your all, and pushing past that mental barrier will be extremely tough. So constantly remind yourself of why you are on your fitness journey and hold it close to you. And then get real with yourself and reset your mind to know that you can and you will. Positive self-talk, positive self-affirmation goes a long way, and I want you to start implementing that into your life. Continually reminding yourself that your body is capable. 
You might not have, you might have to modify, you might have to adjust, but that does not, does not mean that you're not capable and that you're not making progress, right? That's the beauty of fitness. There's so much that fitness entails and fitness is for everybody, literally everybody. And I love to say we modify, we adjust, but we never give up. We keep persisting and persevering. And that brings me to the next point. Be strategic from the get-go. Don't psych yourself out, right? Instead of starting your workout with a huge number of thinking, how am I going to do this all? Break it down into less scary parts. Break your workouts into little bits. Really, that's what I love about how I set up my commit workouts and challenges. I don't want you to go into your whole workout looking at it as a huge, scary thing. I want you to break it into different parts, easily attainable parts, like part A, part B, and part C. Breaking it down into small parts will help you get through it because you can physically see your workload decrease as you go, giving your brain that instant reward. And that's the same with running distance. If you have a big number, break it down into smaller parts. You're not just running 10 miles, that can be daunting to say, but say the first two miles are a warm-up, and then the next mile is this, and then the next mile is that, and then we're going to get into our cool down, right? And then you've rounded out those miles. So I want you to be strategic from the get-go and don't psych yourself out. I want you to also let training be positive. Focus on the positive aspects of hitting the gym, completing your workouts, getting your run in. Make it fun, celebrate your wins, and take note of the post-workout endorphins that you feel. And pretty soon, it'll be easy to get up and do it again and again and again. And along the same lines, when you find a style of training you enjoy, you'll become more likely to stick with it for long term. And consistency trumps all. So find your fitness game changer. Try different avenues of fitness. Because again, that's the beauty of fitness is there's so many different aspects and it's so multifaceted. So when you enjoy your training, you can turn that I have to do this into I want to do this mindset. And although every day may not be easy, you'll leave your workouts feeling that much more rewarded and happier and getting into that solid routine again. Now talking about habit formation a little bit again. Habits are formed through repetition and reward, so you want to get yourself into an enjoyable training schedule that works for you and that you can stick with it long enough that it feels weird not to get it done. And now at first with anything new, it's not a habit, but we have to train ourselves to continue on, and that's why other aspects discussed earlier in the podcast are so important in regards to our fitness journey. Now, for example, say doing your workout at 7 a.m. every morning is already a habit, requiring minimal brain effort, then you're not going to have a chance to really talk yourself out of it because you'll just do it, right? I like to compare it with brushing our teeth. We don't always feel like it, but we know it's good for us, so we just get it done. We're in the habit of doing it. And our workouts need to be like that as well. And remember, it doesn't have to be a lot to get great results. A little goes a long way. We can't condition ourselves to quit. Whether it's sticking to a training schedule or getting through those tough parts of our workout, or modifying our training based on the new season of life that we're in or whatever we may be dealing with, perseverance is what is going to set you apart from the rest. It takes discipline, hard work, and commitment. And yes, that's a major reason why my programs online are called commit, right? Commitment is such a huge word. And 
it makes all the difference in our health and fitness journey. But it's going to get you where you want to be. And don't ever be afraid to reach out for help, especially with me. I'm always happy to help in any way, shape, or form. And if every time you decide to stop because you don't feel like it or because you say you choose another day or because it gets hard or maybe because you're not where you want to be yet or you're looking at your past, whatever it is, that at that time you're conditioning your brain to expect this behavior and it will soon become a default. So we really don't want to condition ourselves to quit, right? So swallow some discipline, know your worth, know you can do it, Know that modifications and adjustments are okay and necessary, but remain committed and get out there and get it done. Thank you for listening to the Performance Podcast with Melissa Kender. And to everyone listening, share this episode of the show, leave a rating and a review on your podcast app of choice. It really helps. And thank you again. You can find me on all areas of social, and I look forward to chatting with you guys next time.